Shulchan Aracharav, we are in Simon Reish Samach Aleph. We begin Halacha Beis, section 261. We begin the second Halacha. In Halacha Aleph, we learned about Bein Hashemashes, which is the time period we call twilight or dusk, which is a Suffolk, Yom and Suffolk Laila. It's a doubt whether it's day or it's already considered night. And we explained that Minat um, it's forbidden to do Malacha, uh, biblically, the performance of labor is forbidden because it's possible that this is actually night. And therefore, if a person would do malacha during Ben Hashemashas, they would be obligated to bring a Asham Taloi, a conditional guilt offering because possibly it's already night and therefore uh, malacha is forbidden. Okay. And we explained that even something that is prohibited on Shabbos that's also forbidden to be done during Bein Hashemashas. We did explain at the end of the halacha that for a mitzvah, one can do any activity forbidden on Shabbos only by rabbinic decree. And also if it's something very pressing or taxing, even if it's not a mitzvah, um, one can, can do this if it's, it's something that's forbidden as a shvus. Okay, halacha beis. Therefore, lefikach. Mutil arev. It's permitted to establish an Eidov, and similarly, one may also establish an Eidov Tafshilin, which allows one to cook on a festival for Shabbos. So you can make an Eidov Chatzedis, an Eidov for a courtyard, Bein Hashmashas, if one did not do so while it was still day, because the Eidov is a pressing necessity for him, so that he will be allowed to carry in the courtyard. Moreover, establishing an Eidov is itself a mitzvah. As will be explained in section 366. The Al-Tarebbe says that it's a mitzvah to establish native chatzedah so that people will not violate a rabbinic prohibition by carrying in the courtyard. Similarly, during Bein Hashemashas, one is permitted to immerse utensils that were purchased from non-Jews. I'll explain more on this in a moment. If one did not immerse them while it was still day on Friday and he requires them on Shabbos because he lacks other utensils. So, about this obligation to immerse utensils purchased from a non-Jew uh, that's brought in the Tor and in the Shulchan Arach of Rabbi Yosef Cairo. And the Altarev also discusses it in section 323. Now, in section 323, the Altarev rules that the requirement to immerse utensils is scriptural. Somebody buys utensils from a non-Jew, they have to be dipped, immersed in, in something that would constitute a kosher mikvah. That's biblical. Nevertheless, the prohibition against immersing them on Shabbos is rabbinic and is waived when the person has no other utensils to use on Shabbos. Similarly, one may tithe fruits if he does not have anything else to eat on Shabbos, for then... Doing so is considered an activity performed for the sake of a mitzvah. And we're talking about an Eretz Yisrael, the concept of tithing, where even in the present era, it's still obligatory to tithe. It's forbidden to tithe produce on Shabbos itself. But like we just mentioned, if somebody has no other, nothing nothing else to eat for Shabbos, then during Ben Hashemashas, they would be allowed to tithe their fruits. As mentioned, the Kunshachrin, Tithing food to eat on Shabbos is not considered an action for, that's performed for the sake of mitzvah if one has other food. Therefore, it is forbidden in Bein So it's only if somebody has no other food that this would be allowed. 
It is, however, forbidden to separate challah in the diaspora outside of Eretz Yisrael because there it is permitted to partake of the bread without separating challah. Leave over some until after Shabbos and then make the separation of challah from the remainder. In other words, this is in contrast to er- in Eretz Yisrael where the obligation to separate challah is essentially scriptural in nature. But outside of Eretz Yisrael, it is not. And we have this other way of dealing with it, separating the challah leaving over some chalots after Shabbos and separating it later, so therefore it does not have to be done, Bein It is permitted to tithe demai, which is produce concerning which there's a question whether or not it was tithed. As a stringency, our sages require tithes to be separated from it. It appears that even when the person has no has other produce that he may use for Shabbos, he's still allowed to tithe produce that is demai. So one is allowed to separate demai and to insulate hot food, in substances that do not increase its temperature for the reason explained, section 257. And Mitzvah, we're going to leave that explanation for tomorrow's share. This concludes today's share.